Okay. It's me, Susie, your narrator, whatever. The short story is, this episode is about Nick and Nora's infinite playlist, the movie, not the book. The long story is that I got a Peacock subscription when I had COVID, and I initiated it towards the beginning of December to watch the World Cup, and then I had a month of, what's it called? Peacock. I had a month of Peacock. So I watched more movies in the past two weeks than I watched the entire rest of the year, not even joking. So I've been watching movies left and right, although I think I actually watched Nick and Nora on Hulu or something. Long story short, watch Nick and Nora. Alexis and I are talking about it. This is the episode. If you're not a patron yet, you can become a patron for as low as $2 a month to help support us and keep our show running. We've got a lot of fun things coming up, as always. Uh, Still going full blast. So here we are. And if you are already a patron, thank you so much. We love you. You're listening to Jawbreakers, the show hosted by the Pittsburgh area's top trend forecasters, Alexis and Susie. Grab some candy in your headphones, pull up a seat near a super loud railroad track, and get ready for pop culture news so fake, you'll have to wonder if they're lying. You know that I don't understand who Timothy Chalamet is? I couldn't pick him out of a police line. I saw him fuck a peach, but I couldn't recognize his face. (laughs) Oh, Jewel. J-U-U-L. Yeah. They are officially banning it. Wow. That's worse than I was gonna say Roe v. Wade, but it's not. <laughs> this has 20 million views. You never seen it? I'm not one of those views. Dun, 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 dun. Get it? That's the <laughs> that's the iCarly theme song. But Was I wanted it? to sing the Friends theme song. I <laughs> yeah, I the feel words. like you got thrown at some point. <laughs> Do you want candy? This doesn't have to be. I don't know what this is. Okay, so the candy options are Pac-Man. Okay. Which is just cute. I assume the candy is not the point of this purchase. Mm-hmm. It's a little arcade game. Galactic. Warheads. Okay. Or 4D gummy, 4D gummy blocks for Christmas. The it's they're 3D and then the fourth D is delicious. You're saying it's delicious, or that's what the box? That's is what the it. box says. Okay. Also, I just want to say, Susie texted me, "Do you want to do a podcast, an emergency podcast, in 30 to 45 minutes?" And I said, "Sure. What about?" Which is usually how we do <laughs> yeah, podcast. We usually plan ahead at least 30 minutes. Yeah, usually we have at least a day-ish or so. So do you want me to tell you what this is about before no, we No, we candy? can do the candy thing first. I just want to say that that's where we are. Well, then Susie said, it's a surprise, but you'll be fine. What's and now I'm cup? drinking a stiff drink. No, that was my next one. What's in your cup? Uh, it's Jaeger and sparkling water. You didn't even offer I have no more Jaeger. I figured you would make yourself a gin and tonic. I, I would have made just... it before I came in here. Do you want to make a gin and no, tonic? No, it's fine. I'll drink water. <laughs> We're clearly having a misunderstanding. <laughs> right now, there's weather, right? Mm-hmm. All over the country, just weather. It was beautiful here today. Yeah. We're fine. It was like 40 degrees fine. out. 
And it's also almost Christmas. Mm-hmm. And my profession involves the delivering of packages. Not me. I'm I'm on the phone. But people call. People thank you. Right? They, something to do with <laughs> they it. certainly accuse me of having <laughs> something to do with it daily. And let me tell you, these people are stressed. The weather hasn't impacted the mail yet. But the number of calls where people are like, is my pack... No idea, buddy. Nothing to do with me. Once it leaves our house. At the post office, the the postal lady that works there. I don't know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I've seen her before. And she's really funny because she looks so mean. <laughs> like, so, so mean. And when she was helping the people in line in front of me, she was like... They would ask, like, so this will be there in five days? And she'd go, supposedly. <laughs> and then they'd be like, okay, so is this one two days? And she'd go, supposedly. But the thing that kills me is she was wearing the cutest little headband that looked like elf ears. <laughs> and she's actually really nice. She's just a Pittsburgh lady, so she's not going to waste your time being nice. She's going to be nice she's when it calls for She's going to tell you the it. truth in as few words as possible. Yeah. She also, she had the same exact demeanor when I was in there around Halloween time, and then she invited me to their Halloween party. Oh, that lady. Yeah. Yeah. But she looks mean. Yeah, I get you. She works for the post office. Yeah, she was going to say. In Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. In Trumansburg, the post office lady looked like she had been escorted out of a Pixar film to work at the post office. (laughs) So. So you have a couple ideas of what. Anyways, um, yeah, let's have some gummy blocks. Right. Um, I finished. It's printed with 4D all over it. Do you want to hold this? <laughs> <laughs> is this a Minecraft game? A Minecraft thing? No, it's Lego shaped. They're Legos. Was I not listening? No, it. I never said Lego because they're called gummy blocks. Oh, they're not Lego brand. No. They're like <laughs> building brick. brick yeah, building exactly. Brand. <laughs> yep. Wow, this is fun. Supposedly, you could build, like, a sleigh or a candy cane. Although, now that I'm seeing how many are in there, I doubt that. That's going to be hard. This is looks like a really easy type of package to open without any help. That's, like, the thickest plastic I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you're trying to open scissors, but you need scissors. Yeah. Wow! Do they smell? They smell strong. I'm just gonna. I would be dedicated to finishing these, so I'm just gonna open it like this, so I can grab every type. Oh, that's what you mean. Like yeah. you're okay with you're like let's open it wide open because I'm gonna do it anyway. Wow, these are pretty. I feel like they might actually work. Oh, they actually do connect. Oh, they. Oh. S- they smell like fruit snacks. This is fun. Oh, that's cute. I uh, like this. Oh, they kind of they kind of work. Yeah, the um, little circle part of the building bricks actually fits into the holes, right? Yeah, I think there's also they're a little bit sticky. Yeah, that's true. So that helps them, but they're like actually pretty uniform. Yeah. So which fla- What are the flavors again? The flavors for these um, are not listed. I thought you said the fourth flavor was dimension. Or <laughs> No, there's three dimensions and then the fourth Can one you is delicious. Eat one of the white gummies. <laughs> what flavor is it? That is not a flavor. I think they I think they're rubber. 
This is like eating an eraser. <laughs> Why does this taste like nothing? It smells more than a, it tastes. Yeah, should we take a COVID test? I thought it was going to be super strong. It smells like it candle. It smells like, yeah. Candle, just so we're clear. Not candy. Kind of smells like candy. Smells like a candy-flavored candle. Tastes like nothing. What? Did they just put, like, a... Spray something in there? Maybe the point is just to stack them. It is cute, though. Yeah. The white ones are opaque, and the red and white... Or, sorry, yeah, the red and green ones are translucent. Okay, so, here's what happened. So, I watched Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Oh, you did? Yeah. I've never seen it. It didn't do anything for me, which is fine. I don't I think I'm the audience. I watched it, re- like, within this year. Mm-hmm. And it's only, like, nostalgic for me. Yeah. You had to have watched it when you were, like, between 16 and 20, maybe. Yeah. But then after that... I'm way too old. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I That's like when we that. That's tra- like when we <laughs> tried to get your friend to watch Perks of Being a Wallflower thinking it would do something, and then we realized... He's, like, 30-something. Yeah, and yeah. there's no reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, it came out in 2008. Mm-hmm. Call Me Crazy, I think there's too much music in that movie. <laughs> Okay. So I understand. I'm not the right person to ask. Uh-huh. The thing that got me, that made me alarmed. There's a lot of gay people in this movie. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. M- Michael Sarah's character is in a band where he's the only straight guy. Everyone else is a gay guy. Including one of them is um, the guy from Disturbia, who's friends with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Well, but can you imagine being... But 2008. I was like, can you imagine it's 2008 and you just watched... Distur- I think Disturbia came out before that. And then you're saying that, though, how exciting that would be? There's an Andy Samberg cameo. Who is Andy Samberg? Homeless guy. He's in it. He has, like, one line. He's, like, outside of the church. Yep. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so there's I a lot... I have that movie on DVD. I'm sure you do. So, like, there's the three gay guys in the band. Mm-hmm. I was already sort of feeling weird because I was, like, somehow they upped the ante of, like useless gay best friend to be like three useless gay best friends mm-hmm. like their entire point of being there is just to help out the straight people yeah and it also i think they didn't want there to be any implication that they were like gonna do something bad to the drunk best the drunk girl right so sure. i think that they might have just made like a quick character change to them but then it comes up so many times and yeah. it's annoying so it was starting to annoy me and then i was like all right whatever then they go to a bar that, or like, there's some sort of event somewhere. There's drag queens somewhere. Yeah. The and church. the drag there's queens. Like a ch- Christmas drag queen show. I don't know if any of those people are actually drag queens IRL, but mm-hmm. the sense I got was it was straight guys wearing women's clothes. Straight <laughs> men actors. Right. Wearing so. women's clothes. That was the sense I got visually. Okay. So then I say to myself, who wrote this fucking movie? Because I know there's a book. I've actually met the author of the book. Oh. Yeah. Who was it? His name's like David something. Okay. He came to my college. He writes like YA books. So I yeah. like I don't have to read the book to know the vibe. It's mm-hmm. fine. Again, I understand not I'm twenty seven years old. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not I'm not ignorant to this. Right. But then I say, Who wrote this movie? And it's a lady. I was like, Maybe this lady's gay. There's no lesbians in this movie, but maybe somehow this lady's gay. Mm-hmm. Google her. Do you know her? I don't know who wrote it. 
She's married to Bo Burnham. Oh, no! And then I said, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> What's her name? I already forgot. I said, married to Bo Burnham, get lost. Get out of my face. I hate you. That's so funny. Lauren. Maybe Lauren. Lorene. Scafaria. Hmm. And she's still married to Bo Burnham? Even after Inside? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even after inside. And then I said to myself, wow, what a match made in heaven. Talking yeah. about shit you don't know about. You guys have that in common. Yeah. What What a couple of cool folks. Yeah, I forgot about the whole lots of... G- the jokes were fine. Like, it was fine. I didn't like that they harped on the same, like, three jokes the they entire movie. They did on the same three jokes the whole movie. One yeah, of them was, there's a drunk girl the whole time, which is fine. That can be funny. I don't love it, but it can be funny. Right. I, I, but her only joke was that she kept eating her gum, no matter what happened to it. Mm-hmm. But and they did it, like, six times. She on the same gum that you've seen her, like, drop in the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. And they, it's the only thing she does. Did you think when you were bringing this up, I would be able to talk about this movie? <laughs> I knew you would. Yeah. But I wouldn't still know it so well. Uh, yeah, I was pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. I used to watch it a lot. I like Michael Sarah less after watching this movie. <laughs> I watched a movie with Michael Sarah. I went on an Abby Jacobson kick after mm-hmm. I listened to her book after driving to New Jersey like seven times. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted, so I rewatched Broad City, and then I watched A League of Their Own, and then I rewatched every movie that she's seen, which I had seen that she's in. I'd seen most of them. Because there's not that many. Yeah. But then I watched one that I hadn't seen that I knew if I had watched when I was, like, 17, I would have been obsessed with it. But watching it today made me... I hated it. But it was her opposite Michael Sarah, And Michael Sarah was just a dick. And he was just, like, not charming. He was, like, not cute. But, like, if I were to watch Juno or I watched Nick and Nora, I still felt like, oh, Michael Sarah's so cute. Michael Sarah weirdly doesn't hold up for me. But when I watched him in a movie I'd never seen before, I was like, I hate him. He's gross. Do not, I'm not a fan of him. So I think for me, it's a nostalgic factor. I hated him in that movie. What movie was that? It's called like Other People or something like that. <laughs> Sounds great. I would have, I, the vibe of the movie, I loved movies like that. It was just like follow around like two different people and like see what they're up to. And Michael Sarah and Abby Jacobson's thing is they were, like, she was training to be, like, a reporter with him. It was her first day. And she was, like, really nervous and really bad at it. And he was just, like, a dick and trying to sleep with her. And it was just gross. He's always trying to sleep with somebody. Yeah. Have you seen This Is The End? Yes. Okay, so for recap for people who haven't seen it. This is the end is a bunch of celebrities play themselves in an apocalypse situation where all of the like the real life biblical apocalypse happens and all of the pure people are raptured up into heaven, which leaves everyone in Hollywood. <laughs> Literally every last person in Hollywood stays on earth as a living hell. And in the first like couple scenes, there's a big party where there's just a million celebrities there. They called everybody they knew and pretty much all of them die because it's just a cameo for mm-hmm. all for all these people like dozens of celebrities 
And one of the main characters, so most of the main characters as part of like the main crew of like James Franco, Seth Rogen, Danny McBride, Craig Robinson, like people that we know, big time comedians. And then one of the main guys that's in with them is Jay something. And I always felt like they were trying to trick me into believing that he was important mm-hmm. because I remember seeing, he's like Seth Rogen's best friend in this movie. Mm-hmm. Seth Rogen and James Franco are the friends. I'm not an idiot. I've never seen this guy in my life. He pl- he's in Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Who was he? Uh, he plays Tall, the guy who's like... Um, is he the guy that's dating Nora? Yeah. The gross guy? Yeah. Gotcha. What is his actual name? Jay Barichell? Okay. And I remember seeing like an interview after This is the End where they were just talking as if he'd always been there, and he's not in all their other movies. I've never even... I can't think of any other movie I've seen with that guy. I have never seen him in something other than This is the End, and I felt like they were gaslighting me. I forgot about... I forgot he was in This is the End. I haven't seen that since it came out, but... But one of the most powerful cameos in This is the End is Michael Sarah's doing cocaine in the bathroom and getting blowjobs from, like, multiple girls. Mm-hmm. And... I've always wondered, like, how the fuck did... Like, why is Michael Sarah so tight with all them? But Michael Sarah plus the guy from Nick and Nora, who's supposedly, like, besties with these other guys, yeah. it all came together for me. Isn't uh, Jonah Hill in This Is The End? Um, very possibly. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is. Plus super bad, too. Yeah. Right, so it's like it's like the Judd Apatow guys. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think. Did I tell you you with you wouldn't like this movie? I think you did. Yeah. Yeah. So then I tried really hard to like it. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then you're like no. And then I was like, stop playing music in every scene. Like it literally cheapens music when you use it to make every single scene Feel seem something. important. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Did you feel that way about Adventureland? No. I think I was distracted for Adventureland. I've watched it with you twice. I know. Well, (laughs) first of all, there's no proof it was twice. (laughs) I feel like it was once. Second of all... There's a lot of music. (sighs) I guess there's... There's no way that it's every second of the movie. And I know that it's a playlist. It's literally what it's called. I know. I know. That's why music is reserved for... For important scenes. Also, it's a, there's a difference between, like, a score. Also, no, don't... It wasn't... It's not a but score. But it's not. It's... They're playing music. And it's music that maybe I wouldn't have heard in 2008, so maybe I'd be more interested. But now I know all these songs, and they're distracting me. I don't remember caring about the soundtrack. Of Nick and Nora? Yeah. If that's not soundtrack the Soundtrack of Adventureland. Loved it. Um, there's a lot of music in... I mean, just that style of movie, I guess. Salad movie? <laughs> Style of movie. That might have been what I said, but that's what I was trying to say. Got it. Like, 500 Days of Summer, a lot of music. Juno's a lot of music. It's just that they're always doing something, too, in Nick and Nora. Always. Like, there's not even, like, just, like, a walking scene, you know? And it, right, there's not, there's not like, like, a quiet moment like, yeah. where you can have, like, a swell of music. Nothing. <laughs> just have some a moment to yourself. Yeah, no, it just goes and goes. Huh. I guess at that time the like gay best friend thing was a big was a big th- thing too. But I never thought about the fact that they just really overdid it. They overdid it so hard. They're like, you know what's better than one gay best friend? Three. 
<laughs> That's so stupid. Did they like give? They like give Nora a new bra. Yeah. <laughs> they rarely get to have the punchline. I if ever, I'd have to rewatch it to yeah. double check that, which I'm not gonna do. I think Nora gets most of the punchlines, right? Yeah, and then Michael Sarah sometimes gets to be like, "Oh, is that my friend's bra?" Haha. Uh-huh. The joke is, man wears bra. Good one. Way to go, 2008. <laughs> Bo Burnham. He was at that movie premiere, but... I don't know if they were together in 2008. Wasn't he, like, 50? Bo Burnham? Wasn't he born in, like, 85 or something? Sounds like 50 to me. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> if you were born in 1985, you are 50 years old. He was born in 1990. Oh, shit. Wow, I thought he was... That's annoying. I thought he was born in the 80s. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, at least. He's been with this woman since 2013. Huh. I also assume he's just been married since, like, 2000. When he was 10 years old? Well, I thought he was born in, like, 1980, so he would have been 40 then. (laughs) Wow, Wikipedia doesn't have his actual birthday. They just have the year. We don't know his sign. Mm. I'm sure we know his sign somewhere. I don't think any of these Bo... Pretty sure Bo Burnham fans are into astrology. I don't think they are. I think they're straight. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, I misread this. <laughs> I thought that it was saying that he was a member of the Gay-Straight Alliance. Because I was scanning too fast. But what it actually says is... <laughs> this wasn't fair. But on March 3rd, 2009... Students of Westminster College, including members of the Campus Gay Straight Alliance, this is what stopped me, and Black Students Association, protested his concert because of his use of homophobic and racist terms in his performances. I saw a TikTok the other day where it was like they're going around colleges asking questions, you know, the ones. And they asked this girl if she was gay, and her response was, I'm an ally. No, they asked her if she was an LGBTQ. And one of the top comments was, that's not what the A means. It's not. But then she, like, talked as if she was gay the whole time. Um, so two things, just to finish this thought. Of the controversy, Bo Burnham said, it's so ironic because gay bashers were the ones labeling me in high school. Not the same thing. That's... I have heard so many straight men that were bullied in high school. Because they were called gay, they think that they're, like, an automatic ally or something. That's absolutely not how that works. No. You were a theater kid. Okay. Right. Which is a different thing. So there's some overlap. The Venn diagram overlaps <laughs> quite a bit. It's different. Secondly. Is he allowed to say that? And everyone's just fine with it? I guess. This was 2009. Mm. Secondly, if they were to ever add an H to the LGBTQIA acronym, it would refer to Michael Sarah and Michael Sarah only. If we're going to include heteros, we are only including... Mr. Michael. Name a movie where he's not affiliated with a gay person. Or someone in the acronym. You can't. Like the character or the actor? Either way. Okay, yeah, he's done. <laughs> also, the last time you listened to his album. I was about to say, regarding his album, for a guy who plays a musician in multiple movies, he makes some strange music. He does make some strange music. He's played as a musician in a lot of movies. I can I only know of Nick and Nora and Scott Pilgrim. What else? Juno. Oh, really? And Juno were in a band. 
that was the only other one I had. I had those two. In no, the that's great. Three <laughs> is. Still, I three, think three is a, a party. Yeah. Two's a coincidence. Three's a trend. That's is that what you think of with that? Yeah. What does it seven's mean? A, wait, which one's a serial killer? You're the one with the serial killer thing, and <laughs> that's seven. <laughs> that's what I thought. Uh, there's this episode of Phil of the Future where he like gets them to make a second one. Like one of the teachers gets them to make a second one of him, and he's like, "Can I have one more?" Two's kind of like a couple, and I want more of a party. So that's what you're talking yeah. about. But you, what you said makes way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it like there's also a three's a crowd saying? Yeah. Two is. Three's company. Or is it two's company? It's three's company. Three's company's the show. It's got to refer to something. Yeah. I think it's three's a, three's company. Four's a crowd. Four's a crowd. Five. Five. D- golden rings. <laughs> 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 That's so true. You know what these these uh, little Legos don't taste like Christmas. Anything. <laughs> yeah. Anything really. But they're especially not Christmassy. Yeah. I guess okay, it'd be a fun stocking stuffer. Especially yeah, no, for they're cute. like a kid like They're just disappointing. They just don't taste like anything. Yeah. Which is fine if you're going to like play with them for a while. Right. I guess, but at that point maybe just get Legos. Just go, you clearly just want Legos. <laughs> just maybe they'll last longer. <laughs> um, I finished the Good Place. You finished it? And the same day that I, I didn't really try this hard to do the timing right, but I also finished Mike Schur's book on how to be perfect. Wow. How do you feel? Perfect. <laughs> you did it. You they give you a certificate at the end. Yeah. But I was thinking about it. Because of the way the time the show takes place, like there's always like the timeline, they'll be like, oh, it's been three hundred fifty million years or something like casually. Because they're like in heaven, sort of. Right, they're like going through time and space, mm-hmm. even when they go to Earth, like it's the whole thing. There are no holiday episodes. Huh. Not one. Not even like one where they reference it. Especially because it aired as like a normal primetime yeah. show. Yeah. And, like, shows that have weird timelines or something usually, like, make up a stupid reason to have, like, a holiday party or something. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. But no, there were none. It was really cute, though. It's a good ending. This is unrippable. Yeah, this is crazy. Do you think, like, those bodybuilders that can rip phone books can do it? Or, like, that scary guy on TikTok? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why he's always... Oh, well, I know now it's because I share it every time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm interacting with it. But before I was sharing it, this guy who just comes up and he has like this little hallway and he just works out in jeans. He has really intense gaze. Yeah, he has a really intense gaze and he like will stop and take a break. And if he gets like so many likes, he tries to, he gets like five pieces of paper and he'll fold them seven times and tries to rip the paper and then he's just like and he's like ripping it and he's freaking out and then he like promotes these you know those like grip things that you like yeah though there's like two like pieces of metal and you like close your fist yeah (laughs) know what i'm talking about yeah you like bend them towards each other he promotes them and he has like can he even rip the paper yeah he rips the paper oh it was like small ones, a big one. And he's like, if you do this for this long every day, you can be like me. You'll be able to rip that paper too. And then he like bend a spoon and break it. To what end? 
I don't understand. And then he's like, he'll be like rummaging, and you just hear cluck, 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 all of his broken shit. And he's like looking, he's like, look at this spoon. I did this last week. <laughs> he's just ripping spoons in half. Yeah. What a cool guy. And everyone's guy. like, why are your jeans so sweaty? And that's because he's just fucking working out in jeans. <laughs> They're so wet. That's so gross. Planet Fitness got all new machines. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Kind of exciting. It's the same machines that were at the Planet Fitness I went to when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. That they've had the, mm-hmm. at this one. And all of the Yelp reviews for this Planet Fitness are, like, the typical, like, terrible customer yeah. service. But also a lot of complaints about the machines and them being old. Like, the ellipticals literally had, like, holes in the oh foot gosh. spots just from use. Just from wear. Yeah. And now it's, like, I literally was in there. I think I was in there the first day the machines were in there. <laughs> Like, there was no fingerprints on them. It was, like, 10 a.m. I wow. think they literally put them in, like, Sunday night, and I was there Monday morning. All those people are going to read those Yelp reviews and leave this Planet Fitness alone. Because it's just in a strip mall in Swissvale. But here it is, they full of new all machines. They replaced all of them? Yeah. That's wild. All of the, like, cardio yeah, machines, yeah. not the weights. <laughs> but the old ones had, like... These were removed on these ones, but for the longest time... They had the iPhone 4 charger. Oh. <laughs> the, the, like, fat yeah, yeah. iPhone. iPhone 4 and a before. Sorry. It was so you could, like, plug in your iPod. And then there was, like, an iPod stand that didn't fit my phone. <laughs> so nice. now I go to the best Planet Fitness in the country. Do you think the first one that they put it into was the 24-5 Planet Fitness in Swissville? Maybe. That's all you know. Yeah. According to you. Yeah, so, uh, Michael Sarah, great for nostalgia, not great for... First time watcher. Yeah. At 27. 27 years old. I also just didn't really like... I didn't really I like any like, of the characters. I was gonna say, I don't think you'd like the Nora character. I didn't like her. I didn't wanted to like her. Mm-mm. I just didn't get it. Yeah. She's the daughter of, like, um... Famous record producer. Right. Everyone just sees her for, like, her dad's status. Yeah. And you're supposed to, like, feel bad for her because right. of that. But Michael Sarah sees her as her own person. <laughs> this could have been an email. <laughs> <laughs> now I will really want you to watch 500 Days of Summer. There's... How, how many of these movies do I have to watch before you watch Deadpool? If you watch 500 Days of Summer, I'll watch Deadpool. Okay. Because even if you do end up liking 500 Days of Summer, I can't, I think it might hold up better, but it's also, like, really toxic. Also, I don't hate Nick and Nora's. I just know oh, that... Just, no, it wasn't it has for you to be watching not, it. It's not for me. I don't get it. Did you click on it? Yeah. <laughs> it was on the home screen. Earlier today, I was walking Vienna in the park. There was this lady walking this huge dog. She was, like, a white, fluffy, like... Labapoodle or whatever they're called. It was a really cute dog, but then, like, the lady was, like, very... Sh- you can tell when people, like, don't want their dog to interact with your dog. So I, like, try and, like, keep Vienna away and, like, run fast. And so she was doing that and, like, was, like, holding her in place until I walked by with Vienna. Then a little bit later, she was, like, behind us the whole time, and then a little bit later there was someone else with, like, a bigger dog. But they had this- they did the same thing where they, like, made him stop and wait while Vienna and I passed and then right after there was another person with like a sort of larger dog but the dog was like super silly and like 
wanted to come up to Vienna and like they said hi whatever it was fine we kept walking and then where I was at in the park it started to bend and I could see the first like Labrapoodle and the second I think that's the wrong name but this and then there's like a white dog and a black dog that had both waited for Vienna to pass and like wouldn't let their dog move and then they like went up to each- and they were like playing with each other and jumping up and down and like jumping on each other and everybody was laughing and having a nice time and I felt so and Vienna was just looking at them and I felt so sad for her like just because she's little, Aww. which I understand they're probably trying to protect her because she's tiny. But I still felt really bad. That and the, she saw them hanging out with each other. She saw them hanging out after like they didn't say hi to her. We went to this uh, pop-up Christmas bar, which is silly in Pittsburgh because there's a year-round Christmas bar. Right. The market's full. Right. We don't need that. But we went in. And we got these peppermint drinks that were served in Christmas mugs. It had half and half in it. It was delicious. It was really good. They put whipped cream and candy canes. Yeah. It took about 20 minutes for them to make them, but... Yeah. I don't think that's the drink's fault. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we can blame the drink for that one. (laughs) Okay, also, I'm not going to dwell on this. But the fucking bouncer at this bar was patting down all the men. If yes. anyone can tell me why, please text me. Right. If he that's if he was patting everyone else down or like checking pockets, fine. He was com- I literally the only thing I can think is he was just doing a power move. Yeah. He just wanted to say I have I power over all I am the yeah, I am the alpha man of this room. That's the like, only when we thing walked I can in, think. He barely looked at our IDs. Yeah. He was like sitting at a table and said ID and we're like, Who are you? Right. And he like literally didn't even look. Yeah. And then the men that were coming in, it didn't matter how like if they're wearing heavy clothing. Yeah. I also understand there's like a slight fear of gun violence. Women right. can also carry guns, the fuck. Yeah. Like again, like if he was checking purses and shit, sure right. maybe he didn't give a fuck. Uh-uh. And then he was doing like a full pat. down. It was a full pat down for every single man. Armpit. Arm, yeah. Down the waist. Down the legs. Down each leg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For what? Okay. Fuck Mary Kill. Nick, Nora. Did you have someone else in mind? No. Nick, Nora, and Michael Sarah. How am I supposed to possibly separate <laughs> Nick from Michael Sarah? <laughs> hmm. I feel like even if you haven't seen that movie, it's obvious that that's the same thing. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I have one more thing to say. Okay. The writer of this movie has a cameo. So early on, so Michael Sarah's one of so one of the three jokes they really lean into it's the gum thing, and one of the other ones is Michael Sarah's car. Yeah, he's the, the only Yugo. one that drives. What is it called? A Yuba? Yeah, a Yugo. Yugo, only person in all of New York that drives this car. People keep mistaking it for a taxi. His ex girlfriend can easily find his car because it's the only one. Right. Whatever they bring it up, no less than ten times. We get it. He's yeah. the only one with this car. Some drunk people get in the backseat of his car. Early on, they think yeah. it's a taxi. He drives them anyway because he's Michael Sarah and he's timid. Yeah. The two drunk people, it's the writer of the movie making out with Seth Meyers. 
like regular Seth Meyers. So uh-huh. she wrote herself a small part where she makes out with Seth Meyers in the back of Michael Sarah's car. I hate that. The fuck is that? It's even worse that it's Seth Meyers. I agree. Like, they got Andy Samberg. You know, I feel like they literally were just pulling people, like the New York City comedians, and were like, hey, we're in New York City. You're in New York City. You're Seth Meyers. You're quietly handsome. You want to make Myers. out with the with the writer of this movie? He said, yeah. I would love to. It'd be my honor. How about Nick, Nora, and the writer of the movie? Okay. I'm probably going to kill the writer. Fuck Nora, marry Nick. I'm going to marry the writer to save her from Bo Burnham. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah. And she's clearly well connected. <laughs> Smart. You can oh. meet Seth Meyers. Yeah, you would be, for example. You and Seth Meyers would be Eskimo brothers. That's so true. <laughs> it's the dream. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to do with the other two. I guess I'll fuck Nick and kill Nora. That's fair. No, I'm changing my answer. I'm fucking Nora and killing Nick. Wow. No offense, Michael. Mike, He's a l- he Mikey would be boy. exhausting to know. Also, we've had glimpses at what a sex scene with a Michael Sarah character would be like. I forget about that scene. Every time it makes me uncomfortable. Right. We don't need... I don't need that in my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to skip that. No. Can you say... Can you explain how the scene happens? How the audience receives the sex scene? <clears throat> <laughs> it's actually really gross. It's honestly one of the worst sex scenes I've ever encountered. So what happens is... <laughs> The whole movie takes place in one night. Will they, won't they? Nick and Nora barely know each other. They have mutual friends, whatever. They finally get to a point where Nora, at the end of the night, it's like 4 or 5 a.m. Wait, also there's this joke about how Nora's never had an orgasm. A fine joke. At the end of the night, Nora finally has the opportunity to reveal her true identity to Michael Sarah as the daughter of a a major (laughs) record producer. And she takes him back to Electric Lady Records studio, whatever. And she's like, hey, Nick, why don't we record your music right now? (laughs) And he's like, okay, (laughs) I'd love to do that. And then he's in the booth. She's on the buttons and sliders or whatever. They don't get very far because she's like, I'm going to come in there. She's so hot and bothered seeing him on a microphone. <laughs> also, they finally, the whole movie, they're trying to find this band and they finally found the band and they left for this. Excellent point. <laughs> oh, sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> she goes into the booth. <laughs> There's like little couches in there, whatever. It's a, it's a standard recording, recording studio. studio. They start making out on the couch. Michael Sarah's being Michael Sarah-y. <laughs> Nora's being Nora-y. They pan back through the glass <laughs> so that you see all the volumes and the whatevers, all the displays the of the studio and Bitch has her first ever orgasm, and we are hearing it through the microphone with all the little volumes going all the way into the red zone. She is squealing. Michael Sarah's there. So anyways, pass on that. 
Oh no! Wait, they don't find the band. They find the band after that. I can picture Michael Sarah picking up his pants. Mm-hmm. They still leave the concert. They don't see the actual band. They were like too late or something. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I wasn't following very well at that and point. And Nick's like, I'm tired. <laughs> it's been a long night. <laughs> she has her first orgasm. <laughs> it is really uncomfy. It's not my favorite thing to ever happen. Doesn't he get Juno pregnant? Yes. Like, that's crazy. The first scene of Juno is the two having sex. He's like, I've wanted this for a really long time. And Juno goes, me too. And then he goes, wizard. Wizard? Yep. That's his response. What does that mean? Is that He's funny? He's just a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He's a Canadian loser. He's adorable. Mm-hmm.